Happy Sabbath. Good morning, LLKC. Thank you for joining us to worship together on live stream. Last time I've checked, COVID-19 has infected 446,000 people globally, whom we know about and many more whom we do not. It has crashed economics, economies, and broken healthcare systems. It has disrupted lives of almost everyone in this world. We are in a time of crisis. The society that we live in will be profoundly altered by this virus. There are people who are sick, people who have died, people who are dying, and people who have lost their loved ones from this virus. Not only that, there are people who, who lost jobs, uh, people who can't go to grocery shopping. There are people who can't even do laundry because the only way for them to wash their clothes is going to a public laundromat. We have many friends in our church who work on the front lines of this pandemic. My prayers are with all of you. We lift up all of the healthcare workers in our prayers. We also lift up all the people who have been affected by this pandemic in our prayers. Hang in there, everyone. We will get through this. On a lighter note, um, when did going to the grocery shopping uh, become an exciting treasure hunt? It feels so risky to go out to the store in the first place, and, and, and you can't actually find treasures. Like, you find treasures and you get elated. You, you, you call your spouse and go, honey, guess what? I found Toilet papers. You see Clorox wipes and, and hand sanitizer. You rush there and you grab them from the aisle and you're like, jackpot. Crazy times. Like I said, we'll get through this. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father in heaven, thank you that we can still worship in these strange times. Lord, we're scattered this morning, but we're close in spirit. We're away from each other, but we're together in spirit. We lift up all of those who are affected by this pandemic and all of our friends who are in the front lines to, to care for the people. Help us to put all our cares upon you. There's a virus that is raging in the, in the world, but help us to see that there is a God who is still in control. Now, as we open the Bible, open our hearts as well. In Jesus' name, amen. Please turn with me to Revelation chapter 3, verse 20. Here I am, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. 
This particular passage is found toward the end of the description of the Laodicean church. It's the church or the generation that Christ is standing outside knocking on the door. In these chaotic times, in these times of uncertainty and fear, Loma Linda Church, I pray that you hear him knocking on the door of your heart. The book of Revelation describes the spiritual condition of the seven churches. And what we find from the seven churches is that those churches would become historical representation of the church through time. So the message to these seven churches were prophetic. The seventh church is the Laodicean church. And this is what most people know about the seventh church. It's lukewarm. That's pretty much it. That's about all we know about Laodicean church. You probably have heard this part. The city was located on a high plateau. Uh, It was very secure from an enemy attack. However, the problem with Laodicea was the fact that there was no ready source of water in the city. So water had to be piped in through aqueducts. They got water from the hot springs six miles of the north, uh, to the north of the city. But the time, by the time that water came to the city, the water was no longer hot. It was lukewarm. Cold water was piped in from Colossae, which was located about 10 miles to the east. But by the time it reached Laodicea, this water was lukewarm as well. They never had refreshing cold water. Lukewarmness or spiritual apathy was their problem. That is what most of us know about Laodicea. But the thing is, there's more. According to the scripture, the Laodicean church thought that they were rich, but they were actually poor. They thought they had fine clothes, but they were actually naked. They thought they could see, but they were blind. Laodicea was a large city with about 150,000 in population. And the city was famous for three things, actually. Their finances, and their fashion, and pharmaceuticals. Three things. Laodicea was a banking capital. It was extremely wealthy. Gold coins were distributed from Laodicea. Second thing about Laodicea is fashion. Laodicea was fashion center of its day. It was renowned for the soft black wool produced there in the city. It was very special and unique type of wool only found in Laodicea. And this wool was considered a luxury item. It was sought after by many and they shipped them all over the world. The third thing about Laodicea is pharmaceuticals. There was a famous medical school in Laodicea and it was an educational medical center. So Laodicea was a center for finance, fashion, and pharmaceuticals. In other words, they were famous for their wealth and and their, their, their clothes and their 
education. They were highly educated. So if you put all these characteristics together, we find a city that is secular, godless, materialistic, and highly educated. They had it all. A city of pride and affluence. A city which was self-sufficient. A city that needed nothing else from nobody else. In prophetic message, Laodicea represents the generation that has no need for God. Loma Linda Church, that has been us. Isn't that right? That has been a reflection of our generation. And it's it's especially true to us as Loma Linda um, because this city, Loma Linda, is also renowned for wealth, health, and education. Have you ever felt like you don't need God? Have you ever felt like what you've accomplished is solely from your own hard work? You've done it. um, You've achieved it. You feel self-sufficient. Have you ever felt like everything is going to be fine without God? Like my life is going to be okay without God. I seem to be doing fine without him. Look at me. Look at my life. It's all good. It's easy to think that way, especially here in the world of 21st century. And then, and then, we are reminded of the true reality of this world. When disaster strikes, we learn that this world indeed is broken. We learn that we're actually poor, that we're naked, and that we have been blind. These days, I feel like I'm reminded every day how fragile life is. I'm learning every day that the world we live in is not as secure as we thought. Look at the news every day. Look how easily things in this world fall apart. All that we have valued, our career, our wealth, our health, they're not as secure as we once thought. With this virus, we're we're experiencing something out of this world. Two months ago, it would have sounded crazy that all the schools will be closed, all the churches will be closed, all the sports events, all kinds of events will be canceled. Shelter in place will be enforced and social distancing will be a thing. Whenever I text people, man, it's some crazy times, huh? And everyone agrees, yeah, crazy times. I've never seen anything like this in my entire life. My parents, who are much older than me, they say the same thing. They've never seen anything like this 
in their entire life. It's almost like our eyes have been opened and we can see the world for what it is. Let's not waste this moment. I don't know about you, but I'm dying, okay? I, I'm, an, I'm an extreme extrovert. Uh, this is like this whole shelter in place is like a death sentence to me, okay? Um, I need people. I, I, I need to hang out with people, and I need to go out and, and eat together with people. This is killing me. On the other hand, you know, my wife, um, she's doing fine. <laughs> it's like nothing changed for her except that she's teaching online. Sometimes it takes a crisis like this for us to see how fragile we truly are. How poor we are, how naked we are, how blind we are and how broken we are. And finally, we see and hear that Christ is knocking on the door of my heart. I really want to share this passage with you today. That's why I picked it. Hear these words, Loma Linda Church. Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. He's standing at the door, knocking. This reminds me of a scene from a Disney movie called Frozen. You, you know this. Um, little Anna really wants to play with her sister, Elsa. And she goes to the door, and she knocks on the door, and what does she say? Do you want to build a snowman? Today's passage tells me how relational Jesus is. That, that he's social. Jesus is social. He wants to fellowship and enjoy relation, relationship with me, with you. Do you hear Jesus knocking on the door? These days, quite a few people uh, have rung my doorbell. Uh, some just Amazon drop-offs. But some families actually, uh, there's one family who actually rang the bell and they ran off. Thing is, I saw you because it's on my camera. <laughs> some just come and ring the bell and say hello far away from my door. It really is a strange idea to keep distance from each other to, uh, in order for us to keep each other safe and healthy. I can't invite them in. We can't eat together. Um, I can't even invite them in for a cup of tea. But there is someone you can invite in even these days. He's ringing the doorbell to come in and eat with you. We're in a unique situation these days. I've never spent this much time at home. 
I've never, uh, I haven't had this much time with my family、um, in a long time. I'm not saying all of us are less busy these days. I know that some of our friends in healthcare system、uh, may be busier, but when was the last time that you would cough and then everyone says, go home and take two weeks off? There are no music lessons, no, no sports practices,、uh, um, no going out.、Um, I know you have to cook more at home, but it is true that things have slowed down significantly. The scripture says Jesus went out to the desert and he fasted for 40 days. Why? Why did Jesus do that? You know what I think? 40 days of fasting in the desert was Jesus practicing social distancing. You know why he did that? It's not the same reason why we practice social distancing these days.、Um, Jesus did it to fellowship with God one on one. Jesus wanted some. Alone time, some quality time, some bonding time with God. In fact, Jesus did that quite often. He,、uh, he would go out to pray early in the mornings, and a lot of times he would leave the crowd to be alone with God. Why? Because intimate connection with God was incredibly important. To Jesus. You know what we should be doing these days? Something incredibly important in our lives. Our social distancing can be an opportunity for us to build an intimate connection with Jesus. Loma Linda Church. You know what we should be doing these days? Let's read the Bible. Let's read books.、Um, let's read some inspirational books. There are some, like, of my favorite authors are John Ortberg,、uh, Tim Keller, Dave Platt, or Adventist writers such as Morris Venden.、Um, they have written some really awesome books that when you read them, you actually get closer to Jesus. You know what I did this week?、Um, I, took a, I took a walking. Okay, which means walking and jogging at the same time, but it's mostly walking. <laughs> We went to Prospect Park in Redlands and we prayed there. I came to the church this week and I prayed here. I prayed for the day that our church will be open for. People to gather together to worship again. When I go running, and I mean like real running, like I, I do that too,、um, I plug in my worship music and I say, run, I pray, and I worship God. Sometimes I, I raise both of my hands, I'm running, and I'm, I'm singing, shout to the Lord. Like I'm, I'm worshiping. I, I, I probably look like a crazy person, but I don't care. I just want to commune with Jesus. Just me 
and my Jesus. Loma Linda Church, have, have your me and my Jesus moments. We cannot be with our friends these days, but we can be still with our friend Jesus. Me and my Jesus. Can you hear Jesus saying, I am waiting to come in. I am waiting to come into your life. Ultimately, Jesus simply wants us to accept him and fellowship with him. He just wants some me and Jesus time. In your shelter in place, picture Jesus knocking on your door. When you hear the word, the phrase social distancing, by the way, I, I do not like the phrase social distancing. But when you hear the word, take the opportunity to connect with Jesus. Through prayers, through music, uh, whatever it takes, kneeling down and lifting your hands up, um, through reading or, or, or through walking and praying, uh, walking in nature, jogging and talking to God, uh, running and talking to God, walking and talking to God, whatever it takes, connect with Jesus. This is your chance. Loma Linda Church, um, I'm here at church right now. Um, it's completely empty. It's just me and Eugene who's running the running AV. But we will be able to worship here again, okay? We will be able to. Uh, not anytime soon, probably, but eventually this shelter in place or social distancing will not last forever. This virus, this virus is not the end of the world. It's not. COVID-19 is not related to Revelation 13. It's actually related to Leviticus 13. Look it up if you do not know what I mean. We'll go back to work. We'll go back to school. There will be changes, but quickly we will get used to it and we're going to go back to our normal lives. But Loma Linda Church, use this time to connect with Jesus. Use this time to switch your focus. Let's use this unique situation to bring back Jesus to the center, to the center of my life. May the light come out of this darkness. As we close, I just want to share these questions. There are five questions that I want you to discuss with your family or if you're alone, why don't you call somebody, call your friends in small group or, 
Why don't you Zoom with their small group? Whatever it takes, why don't you go through these uh, five questions? Here are some questions for you to share with their, um, uh, through, through Zoom and with your family. Let's find out. Let's find out what it looks like for you to spend quality time with Jesus in your life. How will you bring Jesus to the center of your life if it has been marginalized in your life? These are the five questions. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we are scattered, but we're still one church. Lord, I pray that you be with people who are suffering, who are affected by this virus. Lord, I pray that you bring them comfort. Lord, the, the world looks hopeless, but we know that you are God of hope. Father, I pray that you help everyone to open their hearts because we know that you're knocking on the door of our hearts, Lord. Help us to use this time to connect with you. Learn to have this bonding time, just me and my Jesus. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen.